The Man Who Wasn't There Episode 4 I told you back in Episode 1 that the girl, and we guys, got to the Four Winds yacht in a grey, a battleship grey, a scruffy dinghy, and it was mid-afternoon. Now, the police never found that dinghy, even though one like it had been around for a while and seen by locals. It's enough for me to tell you that the police say that I wasn't there and that the grey dinghy, the battleship grey dinghy, wasn't there either. And you know, they can only say that because they put their blinkers on and they've kept them on. Now, as you and I both know, if you shut your eyes, then there's nothing to see. There's nothing there until you take the effort to open them. Now, the police have tried to say that those people who saw our grey dinghy actually saw the Four Winds dinghy. The Four Winds dinghy had lots and lots of clean white with very sharply refined blue trim and it was in a tip-top condition. So, what the police are trying to have everyone believe is, is that clean white plus sharply defined blue stripes equals grey. Battleship grey. Really? Really? And I'm a figment of uh, imagination too. Really? 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 What you get from all of this is that once you take away the way that Peter and his honest evidence was mishandled, what you're left with is the evidence of the grey dinghy, our dinghy. And what you're left with doesn't add up to Sue Neil Fraser having gone back to the Four Winds that afternoon. Now, I also told you in episode one about a red jacket that I took from the inside of the yacht because our lookout girl was shivering. When we got back to shore, we left it on a fence. Now, the police and the prosecution told the jury in 2010 that uh, they'd found... Sir Neil Fraser's DNA on that jacket. Well, wow. Hardly surprising because it was one of her jackets and we took it from the inside of the yacht. Now, the technical scientific people, they also found other traces of DNA on that red jacket they weren't able to match it to anyone. 
It may have been because people such as I, who wasn't there, and others weren't ended on the DNA police database in 2009. It can also be because the technology in 2009 wasn't good enough, but it might be now. But in any event, they uh, forgot to tell the prosecutor and they forgot to tell the jury that when they picked up the red jacket off the fence, that the attending police didn't think of it as an exhibit in a crime scene at all. So they failed to bag and tag it. Now, by bag and tag, I mean the established procedures that crime scene examiners use to secure evidence at a crime scene, to um, bag it appropriately for whatever kind of material it is, and to tag it so that whatever happens to an item after it is located at a crime scene, there can be no doubt about where it was, when, who had it, and what they did with it. That didn't happen with the red jacket. No. What they did was they put it into a police car, and then, and this is truly amazing, they lost it. They lost it for some days. You can tell that to the jury or the prosecutor. And then they found it. Where did they find it? They found it out in the open, in the police car park. Now, this jacket was referred to by the prosecution at the trial as being a key exhibit against Sue Neil Fraser. They said that her initial failure to recognise it as one of her jackets was an indicator of her guilt. Well, this indicator of her guilt had been sadly mishandled by the police who hadn't owned up to it. But let's give credit where it's due. Top marks to the police officer who'd lost it for admitting, years later, that he'd lost it and then found it. But we've got to fail him for telling the jury on oath that that red jacket had been properly looked after once it was picked up by police at the fence. So the jury were misled. That's the nicest way we can put it. But it's the actions of police management in 2021 which entitled them to the prize for Best Non-Performing Award. Here's why. The police still have the jacket. They still have all the DNA results from 2009. But DNA testing technology has improved somewhat in the last dozen years. Because of that, police management was repeatedly asked this year 
to have another look at that red jacket, to update its possible value. And what was their reply on each occasion? It was a flat refusal. So I ask you to ponder this question. Why would that be? Why would the police management refuse to ask their scientific technical branch to do something that's entirely routine for them? Well, I've told you several times that I'm the man who wasn't there. But I gave that shivering, post-vomiting girl that jacket. So, applying the basic forensic science principle that every contact leaves a trace, what did I leave on that jacket? And of whatever I did leave, what remained after the jacket had been left outside in the police car park for a few days? Whatever the answers to those questions, and I don't presume to know what those answers might be, I can only tell you that I'm such a lucky fella. I owe it all to the police. You'd better believe it.